What is happening? Welcome to the Nick and Alex Baseball Show, the show that will be spended one week, but not 80 games. I'm Nick Pollock, and I'm joined by the over the moon Alex Fast. Coming in hot. Coming in absolutely hot. <laughs> I, I'm living the dream over here. You know why I'm living the dream. I'm yeah. going out from being even more excited Woo. and living more dreams. I, mm. uh, we missed you last week, but we're back now, baby. We're feeling good, and we're ready to talk baseball. It feels good. It feels like, t- yeah. you know, what's his name in Mission Impossible when he, like, pops his hands, right, when he goes into a fight? Uh, the guy who plays the Witcher. What's his name? The big nerdy uh, You mean Henry Cavill? When, like, yeah, when Henry Mission Cavill. Impossible. When you think of Mission Impossible, the first thing you think of is a guy you don't know about- popping his knuckles. That's like the most. No, pop- not popping his knuckles. Not popping his knuckles. Not popping his like, knuckles. He pops crack his hands. In the neck? No, he pops his hands like he cocks his hands. You've never seen this? Oh, like this? Oh my god! Yeah, like a wacky waving inflatable <laughs> tube man. Flailing tube man. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, people, the, the people who understand pop culture will understand what I'm talking about. Wow. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready to go. I'm excited to talk baseball. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing great because I saw Rage Against the Machine last week, and it was yes. so good. And I'm so sad uh-huh. the fast couldn't make it. And I know I've been talking about it endlessly. And uh, but I'm here. I'm here to talk baseball with Alex Fast. We're not going to talk about all that stuff. First and foremost, go and rate us rate us, and review us on iTunes. It goes a long way for us. Make sure you do the individual Nick and Alex baseball show. Uh, leave a review and just you know tell us, tell us what you're thinking. We have a great show in store for you today. We have a lot of pent up baseball discussion to be had. And first, we have a new mystery pitcher, of course, this mm. week. This one... I'm curious how many people are going to get this one because I feel like it could be a lot of different pitchers. And let's see if you get the right one. This pitcher has an eight and two record, has pitched about 103 innings, a 193 ERA, a 0.93 whip, 31% K rate, 4% walk rate, 33% CSW, has a fastball around a 94 uh, per hour pitch, 16.5% swing strike rate, and a 20% hard contact rate, sub 30% ground ball rate. Fast, do you know who this is? I think I do. I think I do. He's the guy that we talked about yesterday and on the corner. I mean, not on the corner. On uh, on oh, yeah, on the on corner. The corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on the street. But I, I don't know if we did. No, we didn't. Okay. I don't I know. know. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. We just got to keep the mystery alive. But uh, thank you all, everybody tuning in on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pitchwest every single Tuesday night at 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, huge thanks to Eric Mira. For being our producer for this show, he does amazing stuff and makes it all look all so pretty just for us. But the first thing we're going to do is we got to talk about the Orioles fast. We just got to do it. I'm here for it. You know, this has become the thing of the show. I, I want to take full credit for hating on them no. so much Boo. that Boo it him. became a thing. Boo him. Boo him. <laughs> I will not let you do this. I refuse Boo. to let you do this. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Boo. What are you doing? What are you doing, everyone? Uh, Boo, Nick. All right. So, so, uh, so have the stage fast. Well, I listen, I really don't want to turn this into a Baltimore Orioles podcast. I, mean, and I do feel very, I feel really very good segments. I should tweet those out after all the great <laughs> Orioles segments I had planned. Well, we should pepper them throughout the show yeah. out of all the other segments. Listen, I, I don't want to turn this. I really don't. And I, I actually am very trying to be cognizant of not turning my turning my Twitter into a purely Orioles Twitter account but. because that's not why people followed me. But there are two topics that we want to talk about. The one is <laughs> oh, 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 Orioles. You know, it's funny. We beat up on Manoa today uh, and I, I wanted to tweet like you can't spell Manoa without the O's or, you know, uh, Alec Manoa and every O for an earned run that he gave up. Just because uh, you're hair looks good fast does not mean that your jokes are good too 
That's true, and that yeah. is uh, talk about a correlation. Ever said to talk about a correlation. No, so no, I love that correlation, right? Like anyone who has good hair must be funny. Right. Like it's just <laughs> like throwing carrot top right under the bus. <laughs> I, I wanted to start with um with a funny comment that we saw earlier in the week that we talked a little bit about and on the corner. I'm not going to do a full Orioles rant. I'll save that for another day. But wow, it really? absolutely cracked me up that uh-huh. Michael Elias said the Orioles will quote unquote. <laughs> significantly escalate the payroll so significantly this, escalate that's not what you said yesterday nick, nick any if we <laughs> spend 10 million dollars okay if we yeah. our, our we are under 44 million dollars okay so if we <laughs> nick at the beginning i talked about pop culture and yeah. you just made a pop culture reference from like 1996 oh i'm like, sorry <laughs> I can't well, make I'm, references now as I put my pinky to my lip like Dr. Evil as he says $10 million. <laughs> but it's how much fine. is let's say we spent um I'm I'm really bad at math. You were much better than math at me, okay? Wow. Let's say we spent $10 million, yes. right? Even just an arbitration. How much of a percentage increase is that over $44 million? So it's about 25% more. So so that you one could say if I said, hey, we're going to be increasing our budget by 25 percent, you could say that's pretty significant. And that's just 10 million dollars. It cracked me up that he was like, we're really going to be spending money. Yeah. No, duh. You can't get lower than. This. All right. Like, fast, I genuinely fast. don't think who is, can. who is the 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 free agent you want most as that I want fan. the most. Yes. I feel like we can realistically get this guy and I'd be disappointed if we didn't. Um, so I think I imagine we're going to end up with, uh, Carlos Correa. Um, oh, really? I, I, yeah, I, I really do. Cause remember there were rumors that the Orioles were the team that were going to sign him this year. And apparently that didn't go away there. What that wasn't like, Oh, it, it turns out the Orioles actually never really were contenders. Mm-hmm. Um, if it isn't them, I am very, very certain that Trey Turner will not be on the West coast next year. I think he's oh, interesting. Oh, well, that so, would, I mean, obviously you'd much rather have Trey Turner, but uh, I, 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 I just want to mention really quickly. I have a tweet from Nick Pollock's hair. It says at Alex fast. A, I agree that you have far better hair than mine at Petrolist doesn't have TV hair. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, first of all, I appreciate you watching live. Uh, I, that's yeah, the I kind that. of experience that you really get when you watch the show live here. Um, I, that's a, that's wonderful. I hope I uh, look, I think the AL East being in a situation where all five teams are have above, a, a, you know, 4% playoff odds right now when no other division has four teams with that mm-hmm. um, is a wonderful thing. Division no. parity is something that we all strive for in the game, just an overall parity. And the fact that you have five competitive teams in some way is insane. Yeah. Uh, um, now I will say I, uh, yeah, I want you guys to get like someone mass. I want you to get like Jacob Degrom out of nowhere. You know, I mean, that would be sure, it works for me. Yeah, the, you can get a Degrom shirt fast. I could get uh, if Jacob Degrom signs with the Orioles, I might get a tattoo. Um, okay, you heard the, it here first. No, uh, let's I, start a petition. I'll promise uh, this: it, it is guaranteed that if the <laughs> Orioles win the World Series, I will get a tattoo. That is, I already know what it's going to be. I'm ready for it. Um, it, it? It, it is funny. It's it's the year that they won the World Series with yeah, the 84. O in two. Th- no, the next the World Series that they win uh, with the <laughs> O being the Baltimore O. Are you going to change your iPhone password? <laughs> Nick, you just told 
everyone, my iPhone locked bastard. So what the heck? Oh, that's funny. Um, I would actually believe first... that it would be your iPhone password. You know, it is. <laughs> that's a, that's what I get for trying to hide it from you. But you know, no, it's sorry. Fine. No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, it's one nine eight four. But a quick thought, as you said, you're right. There are there are four teams. This is unbelievable, Nick. Yeah, there are four teams. Four teams. In the AL East with 60 wins or more. Okay. Uh-huh. The only other division that's close, uh, the only other division that even has a team uh, that has every team with 50 wins or more mm-hmm. is the NL West. Every really? other the Rockies and the Diamondbacks both have 50 wins. Yeah. 51 and 53. Every I'm other division. That's the real story I'm getting from this yeah, right now. That's fine. I, I can take that. <laughs> I, I can understand that. To me, the real story is the Orioles having more wins than the Red Sox and as yeah. many wins as the Blue Jays in July. That's, that's in August. Excuse me. That's a lot of variables, but still I'll give that to you. That's wonderful. I love watching Adley Rutschman. I mean, that that home run he hit tonight was an absolute blast. And I feel like you have a take or two on Adley. So th- it's an interesting conversation. I am not a betting. I'm well. I'm not a betting man, but if I were, and yeah. if I had the means and the understanding of how betting worked, I yes. would be betting money on Adley Rutschman as Rookie of the Year. But the conversation that I wanted to have with you mm-hmm. is: Could he? Could Adley catch yeah. up to Julio Rodriguez, or has Julio Rodriguez virtually? locked this away because right now season ends today there's no question in the right. al it's julio rodriguez yeah. but right now they are virtually tied in war Ooh. and adley rutschman has about 130 fewer plate appearances that's pretty cool um i don't know how much more he could adley uh to the equation except the uh the orioles <laughs> i mean the, the orioles actually are playing competitive ball in like deep september in any way for the playoff spot. I, I could mm-hmm. see that it might, you know, watch a scenario happen where the Mariners and Orioles are fighting for the same spot. Um, and, and it's interesting. And what I really wanted to ask you, I mean, I think it's going to be Julio, but uh, I love mm-hmm. the fact that at least making this incredibly close. Uh, I, I think that's wonderful to see. He's, um, he's got a better OBP and Woba at the moment. I'm not, which I'm is not saying, I mean, as you said, Julio Rodriguez wins it, but yeah. uh, there's obviously a chance. I mean, it's like people talking about the MVP right now. I understand the, the fun of it, but guys, there's like a month and a half left, like, or actually mm. really seven weeks because this the season ends on October 5th. I That's a lot of baseball. Yeah. So much can happen in that time. We've seen Cy Youngs be determined by their final two starts, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I'm just, I'm like, all right, like they're, they're, the, po- the possibilities are there and all of that, but there's still a lot to go. And I, I would love to see, yeah, I would love to see the Orioles and the Mariners fighting for that last spot. That'd be so much fun for me. That would be great. I also, I, I, I had this Twitter poll a little while ago and I do want to make sure we give credit to Jeremy Pena and Stephen Kwan, who are, who are also right behind both mm. of those dudes in terms of the war race. Stephen Kwan just doesn't get enough love probably because he's on the Cleveland Guardians, but he's hitting virtually 300. And while he's not going to provide near as much pop as Adley or Julio or Jeremy Pena, he deserves to be a part of the conversation. Pena is arguably the best defender out of all of them. Maybe you could make a case. Rutschman is, is just the ways the impact of the pitching staff. Maybe, uh, but yeah. that they're not really going to take that into consideration. Uh, I'm, he- I'm seeing here from Mouthy Merck, lovely member of the PL uh, community. Um, he says, I think Rutschman should win it, but first half bias is tough to overcome. That's it the is. first I've heard of first half bias when it comes to these awards. Maybe I'm just being dumb, but I, I also think MVP awards. Cy Young, a lot of it is focused by the end 
a little mm. bit. The final stuff, you know, the final month is that impact. Did they make it to the playoffs? Did they, oh, but the run that they had in September, really like CC Sabathia did that, you know, that stuff does weigh heavier than whatever happened in May. I yeah. could be completely wrong there. I mean, where do you side with that first half bias existing? That's a great point. I think there is a first half bias because I think it sets the bar of someone who needs to be over. Oh, and starts the conversation. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. And it just kind of lives there. Yeah, exactly. I so uh, I I also think, does it, I don't know. It would be great if Adley won. The only thing that matters is that he's top two in voting, right? Because then the service time conversation starts to happen. There's that new rule this year oh, yeah. about the top two finishers in rookie. Oh, the there's year. the spending, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. That's exactly how we're, we're amping up. We're amping up uh, our, uh, our, man, our budget. That's, that's amazing. I mean, you guys need a rotation. Just get Eric Bedard, as I'll always say forever, and Sydney Ponson, and you'll be fine. Uh, is, was that to Sydney or was that to Eric? That was um, to all my old Orioles OG pitchers out there. Kevin, uh, what was it? Kevin Brown, Mike Mussina, uh, Kurt Schilling. Jimmy Key back in the day, Jimmy David Key. Wells. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know more than you know that I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know more than you know. I know. It makes like sense. It make Did you ever have sense. a dream that one day you would that you would love? Like, favorite part of that is how happy he is to finally finish the sentence. It is a wonderful moment in that child's life. Um, uh, and I just want to remind everybody that Fast's child's middle name is Ponson. So yes, in case Zelda Ponson Fast. Fast. Yeah. ZPF, you know, that's what's <laughs> up. Uh, but all right, let's move on here uh, to our thing of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know more than you know, I know, <laughs> says Eric in the text <laughs> underneath our lovely faces. Uh, what is your thing of the week, Fast? This is an interesting conversation that I, I so a long, long time ago, I did some segment on um, MLB.com and I was talking to uh, MLB Network and of I was talking you did. to I was talking to you some, moved the Emmy. Where is the Emmy? And the Emmy is behind. The oh, mic? my God. No, no. Where's the. Oh, my God. Fast has an Emmy there's, over his shoulder. Last oh, night it's over it's here. Oh, uh, no, it's over here. It's over here. There, there it is. Emmy. All right. Sorry. Right, I'll keep it in frame. I'll keep the Emmy in frame. <laughs> Um, that's, that's a real Emmy. I'd be award-winning um, Alex Fast here. Someone said I should change my voicemail to that. Hi, <laughs> thanks so much for calling. You've reached Emmy award-winning producer. <laughs> um, that sounded right. really good, by the way. That was thank you. Know, you. Was uh, oh, that reminds me, I owe you some VL. <laughs> 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 there she is, Eric. Eric zooming in on the is. Emmy. Amazing a work. Photo Eric. of my child. The first photo we ever have of my child and an Emmy. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, you were on MLB Network fast. I was on MLB Network talking to uh, someone in a front office, and they put this notion into my head about. Um, he said something where he was like, "There's a mound that I don't okay. know why people don't talk about." But it has such an impact on pitching performance uh-huh. with the biggest differentiator being what the bullpen mound is and what the actual okay. mound time, is. Time out fast. Okay. Time out. Uh, when, you, when you put this down, you put this in our lovely notes that's NAB's outlines and says our yeah. thing of the week. And Alex says mound height. First, I thought, yeah. well, this is a wild thought. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. It's not. But then I it's thought not. of, hey, um... A year and a half ago, I believe it was, maybe it was two and a half years ago, Okay, we were interviewing all these different pitchers, and one of them happened to be a, a, an alumnus of Brandeis, just like me, 
Yeah. Uh, Nelson Figueroa, who, Figueroa. by the way, my thing of the week is the fact that he just went off and just pitched, pitched. in the minors. He's like 49 years old or whatever. And he literally is just a pitching coach and they needed someone to pitch. So he did it. Yeah. That is the greatest thing. I, I cannot. And he struck out the second batter. I, I, oh, Nelson Figueroa. Amazing. He mentioned this on mm. our podcast. Go listen to that. It's one of the best talking pitching podcasts that we did. I, uh, where he said the mound is different in city field. Uh, yeah. and the away mound is different. Yeah. It was higher up. They makes them feel good. And then, then they go out into the, the field and it's different. And maybe it wasn't city field. Maybe he was just saying there are times that stadiums do that. Sure. Uh, but he believes it to be very true. Yeah. And is this separate from that? Cause that's that conversation we had two and a half years ago. It's, it's a part of it. So the, the, the reason it came back up for me, excuse me, was the fantastic uh, Cameron Grove on Twitter at pitching underscore bot. Just former PL staffer. Yeah, former PL staffer just knocking out hits left and right. Great, interesting data. Published something about the variation in release points, right? And essentially a study showing that as the more you deviate from your intended release point, the worse uh, run value your pitches would have. He was able to start to do a study to try and figure out if pitchers had a larger variation in a ballpark by ballpark basis. And I think that that that's really, really interesting. So one of the things that he found with heavy, heavy, heavy caveat, he's, I think Mm -hmm. he's doing additional research. This could be noise is that maybe Tampa Bay has a mound where release point would change a little bit, but you Mm -hmm. have to think that this could like logically, logically, I imagine there are, of course, regulations for mound, but you have to figure the transition from a bullpen mound to the regular mound is going to mess with the pitcher. Oh, yeah. I just want to know how much of like a secret kind of grounds crew thing is this is, you know what I mean? Right. Like that to me is really fascinating to think about. It's tough to quantify, but there's got to be some advantage there. I mean, that was it reminds me of Greg Maddox and and Perez. I giving I think tipping off the the groundskeeper to make the catcher box wider mm. so that Perez can set up farther outside to mess up with the umpire. Uh, yeah, that's, Ooh. Hmm. And everyone's wondering, wait, my own tight. And actually this is, I think an interesting conversation. I remember going to Alex Chamberlain about this saying, wait a second. I think we maybe even talked about it on this or a different podcast. Mount height in this world of VAA, uh, where we're talking about guys who have lower arm angles generally performing better at the top of the zone with their four seamers. Mm. Mound height hurts that uh, because you increase the angle to make it more susceptible to the the plane of the bat upon uh, arrival at the plate. Yeah. Uh, now, that said, having a steeper drop or a lower one, right? That is, let's say like the, the height's going up. Um, it can negatively impact it, but that also means that you're maybe getting more momentum forward so you have better extension. Um, now, I imagine you're saying the bullpen mounds being higher for Tampa Bay than lower for uh, in uh, you know the actual field. Uh, then it's 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 jarring because of you know the the timing yeah. you have of your release point and uh, the footland. But theoretically, a flatter one kind of helps with. VAA. It's an interesting conversation. It is. Uh, and it's like, 
you need like because obviously the, the 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 height of the pitching mound is is what 10 10 inches i think um, something like that i shouldn't know that so it's it's regulated so obviously yeah. the difference is going to be from what the bullpen mound is to the regular mound so for then the sample size decreases even more right what are the first 10 pitches look like or does it not even matter because you have you have warm-up pitches you know what i mean it's not like you're exclusively going out and immediately throwing a pitch to a batter right away in the mound so maybe it's all noise maybe it doesn't matter it's interesting to think about anyway your thing of the week do you want to expand on a little bit more or yes i do i but my i mean well just the thing of the week um i just uh, you know in in the world of guys ending careers i think a little bit earlier where you know the, we talk about the journeyman we see Dane Straley going back to the KBO and they're saying the king is back and that's a really cool feeling for him yeah um and you know there's these guys that all they want to do is just breathe and pitch baseball forever David Cohn I remember going back trying to make a return for the Mets and this hip just wouldn't let him yeah uh and here's Figueroa just this kind of the dream is he still are trying to get it from your players and he I know like we need a pitcher and Figgy's just like Give me the ball, coach. Yeah, right? I had to scream that to my coach in a uh, sophomore year. I had to scream it so that he would give me another inning. He like made me do it in front of the team. Very traumatic, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you, that, that I'm seems sure, like it would be. <laughs> sure, Pete Pete Varney did the same for Figgy, and I'm sure that that moment he's like, "Give it to me," and he got the he struck out the second batter, dude. I, yeah. I I think it's it's like Dennis Quaid throwing against the uh, the uh, speedometer uh, on the highway. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, you're right, too, where it's like the the line doesn't matter. It's what it represents. Right. Yeah. It, it just right. represents so much more than. And it also just like. Game is in them. Yeah. That. And it's just like, well, it's a game. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a game. And, I, you know, obviously there are guys playing in that game whose careers are very important. And if you're on the other team, you probably loved it because. But no one's looking at the win loss records of those guys. You right. Know what I mean, exactly. The, and and it just kind of embodied what the spirit of the game is all about. So yeah, yep. and that's that's a good one. I love it. Uh, we're gonna take a question now from Eric. Eric, what is your question this week? Okay, I'm I'm finally back. Here we go. I got hey! another question again, everybody. I'm still here. I'm still here behind the screen. I get to answer, ask questions sometimes. Yes. <laughs> this week, this week's a doozy, guys. All right, buckle all right. in. In high school. Like, yes. No, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Nick. No, want, I mean, you want more doozy, time? You want more like, time? Go ahead. It's like the top to 100 every week. Fast calls it a doozy. Sorry, please. I, I should not have interrupted. That's all Any, anyways, anyways, if I have the floor. Uh, in high school, which non-closing relief pitcher do you think got the most prom invites? Oh, wow. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Most non... No, non-closing relief pitcher got the most got prom the most invites. Prom Invites. Okay, first when they're in high school. When they're right. in high school. First and foremost, um, I'm trying to think of not closing. Really. No, I got. I think I got one. I think I got one. <laughs> Fast, you go first. I think it. Uh, I think it would have been Darren O'Day, um, because wow. he's a, he was a handsome man, and you know if he's throwing funky, then he could do something funky. If you catch my drift, I think. It, I think it was Darren O'Day. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um, I'm going to cheat. Uh, I'm okay. going to say Ryan Yarbrough uh, because he gets opened for. And uh, he's called the fratty pirate, y'all. Mm-hmm. So he clearly knows how to party. I think 
we gotta boo this man again. I think I think Ryan Yarbrough is a cop out. I think. Come on, I think about all those gonna cheat. Think about all those old great Yankee teams, all those old great relievers. Like, there's. I mean, my first like, thought was Turk Wendell, but then any clothes. So, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, well, Eric, it's up always. to you. Do you do you accept yeah. Turk Wendell? Yeah, I was hoping to hear Turk Wendell. So that's oh, uh, that's great. Right. I got you, Eric. <laughs> I mean, he had similar hair, right? You know, you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm biased towards curly-haired people. Yeah, yeah, just lots of it. Just lots of it. Uh, that's a good question. We actually have a fun segment coming up called Hot or Not. But before mm. we do, we have to take a quick break. And we're back. We have our new section, Hot or Not. And this is from Fast here. I was like, oh, I've got it this week. And he goes, all right. We are going to review the best teams since the All-Star break and determine if they're real. And then we're going to Oh boy, review the worst team since they're also breaking the tournament, they'll bounce back. I know where this is going fast. I know the whole purpose. I'm just a baby. Yeah. I know what you are doing. And I'm my God, is this is this the way that like I'm allowing you to be spoiled after you did not go to that rage concert this last week? I get it. It's you know, you deserve something. Not- this conversation will not be about the Orioles. We should. We, we're going to take a look. I don't oh, know if it, it's not about the Orioles now. No, it's or and, and it won't be about them either. Eric, can we? Is there any sure. way that we can get the best record since the All Star break up? I sent that tweet over. If not, it's totally. We sent this we tweet it. fast. Oh, someone by the name Alex Fast Saint Saint with an eight at the end. Uh, best record since the All Star break. Uh, Dodgers are 20 and four. The Mets are 17 and six and tie for third Atlanta and the Phillies at 15 and eight. We have the Cardinals, uh, 13 and seven tie for six are the Astros and guardians at 16 and 10. The Orioles, what? <laughs> 14 and nine. I just, that's my have. worst Tim Allen. <laughs> Uh, White Sox are 14 and 10 and the Diamondbacks. Look at that, right? Uh, 13 yeah. and 10. This is clearly the Diamondbacks podcast. I, uh, I mean, I think we well, know. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm gonna pick a, a hot team from this that I think will, uh-huh. that I think is gonna is gonna keep going, and then you'll do a hot team. Then I'll do a sure. not. You'll do a not. All right. So well, I'm gonna start with with the with the White Sox. Uh, uh-huh. Obviously, the White Sox have been a perennial underperformer this year, right? And oh, yeah. it seems like they're kind of starting to put it together. They've they've what are, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I forgot the whole thing with the guy in the crowd be like, "Hey, Tony Rosa put in a pinch runner," and then he did it, and then he finally called time after the fans said and put in a pinch runner. That's I unbelievable. Mean, uh, that oh is unbelievable. God. I do kind of feel bad for White Sox fans, obviously because of the multitude of injuries, but also because if they do turn it around, they are just stuck with Tony Larusa. And I wonder if there's yeah. a conversation of like, just tank it so we could get rid of him. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't speak to Chicago. They have White too Sox good of a team. Parts. I feel like they that team should team. just be so much better. And it's just and they're they're a game and a half out. I know. And honestly, they're they're a game and a half out from the wild card, and they are what? They're two games back of the division. So I, I genuinely think that they can still turn it oh, around. They absolutely they need like one week. Yeah. It's ban, and that's all they need. Yeah. You know? And then they're fine. That, uh, it, it, that 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 central division actually could be a lot of fun coming down at the end of the season. That could be oh, a absolutely. I've never been so excited to watch the Tigers against the Guardians. Uh, and speaking of which, 16 and 10 right now are the Guardians. Uh, it's kind of wild. Once again, their pitching is insane. They're going against the Tigers right now. Plesak, uh didn't do well necessarily today, but Aaron Savali killed it yesterday. Um, uh, Zverian Curry uh, looking kind of interesting too out of nowhere. And 
had his debut and, and was all right. Tristan McKenzie uh, is looking fantastic. Good old sticks. It's wild to me. There's only really Jose Fernandez. Oh my God. Oh man. Jose Ramirez. Ramirez oh, I miss. Yeah. He's always there. He's always yeah. present. Um, also- I miss him so much. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, but there's right. I mean, it's like the beginning of the year. That's all we can really consider. And obviously Quan sure. has showed up a bit, but Fran Reyes is gone. He's now a cop. Yeah. But Andres uh, Jimenez is yeah, he's is, stepped is up in a massive way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't think any of us really take this seriously. Like we all are you know, I actually I met with Niv Shah last week. He was in town. It was great to see him. And he put it really well is that the Guardians are actively trying not to win while the <laughs> twins and White Sox are trying to win. Yeah. And it's it, so it's 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 hilarious to watch this. It's pretty crazy, too. When you look at, you know, if you're looking at the best record since the All-Star break and you're looking at uh, the best team WRC pluses, it it coincides very well with a lot of these teams, except for the Guardians. The ERA has actually been not top 10. The WOBA has not been top 10. But the ERA for the relievers has actually been the best in baseball since the All-Star break. Karen Chak has really turned it around. He turned it around. I know they placed him on the restricted list. Uh maybe it's because are they going to Toronto? No, No. it might just be because he's a raging anti-Semite, but maybe it's something else. (laughs) Um, uh, It's uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't think he's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, Karen. So, I, I, it, uh, Emmanuel Class A has also been just unbelievable oh, for yeah. that team. As I mean, well. what do you know? A guy who throws a 101 cutter is really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, what about, so I guess, well, you, you can go first for this one. Boy, I mean, um, I just did the Guardians. Oh, you don't want to do the other one. Yeah, I see. Do I, was trying yeah. to, I was trying to find the hot team that had Turk Wendell still on it, but uh, who's, who's um, the not team of this list? The not team, I mean, was uh, probably the Guardians, but I mean, the Diamondbacks, what are you doing there, guys? Like, uh, I know Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen are doing well, but who else is on that team? Am I forgetting anyone? Who else? Uh, Fast. Who is Dalton Varsho? Yeah, okay, Barsho. fine. Yeah, good stuff, Eric. Were uh, you just talking about offensively or who like, in like, general? on that team in general? Yeah, it, it's, I mean, Alec Thomas uh, is there. I, he, uh, he's he is okay. there. Yeah, but here, here, look. There's a fantastic feature on on roster resource uh, on Fangraphs, which is the power ranking of an individual player over the last seven days. Mm-hmm. Over the last uh, seven days, the following players have been uh, top twenty five, and most of them top twenty, if not top five. Josh Rojas, uh, okay. Emmanuel Rivera, Christian Walker is quietly having a fantastic season. Lots of home um, runs. Yes. Lots of home runs doing what do it. Yeah. In the context of a Christian Walker season, I should say. Yeah. And Jake McCarthy, uh, Zach Allen, of course. And then who can forget number two starting pitcher, Tommy Henry. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, I feel like you made up at least one of those names and you're saying if Nick caught it or not. And I don't know. <laughs> I love, no, they're all they're all real. Yeah. I love when John Oliver does that. though. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, you, who's, who do you think is not real among the other ones? Because I don't leave you much. And I think the obvious one is one you don't want to say. No, else I, I. But this is the thing. I've perpetually been like, this is too good to be true for Baltimore. This is too good to be true uh-huh. for Baltimore. And then they just took two out of three from Toronto for uh-huh. the second consecutive series. They did lose two out of three to um, uh, Tampa. Um, but I, yeah, I think I have to go with 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 Baltimore. Wow! I already All right, you heard it here, guys. Clip it! Clip it! Clip it! Clip it. 
Oh, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Duran Lyles uh, is not no! that guy. And no! no, I take it back. I got an out. I have an out. I it's mean, the Dodgers because 20 and four is insustainable. Oh they just lost Walker Bueller for the year. Unsustainable. They, uh, even though Dustin May is coming back 20 and four, you can't keep up with that. It's impossible for them to stay that hot. So that's my not nailed it. Yeah. Okay. So oh it's really God, funny. Eric, is this, you? Is this process of like, um, of fast, like coming to the realization and then like his last fight to push it off there. Yeah. I guess the, no! the Dodgers. All right. No! Uh, whatever fast. You can have it all you want. Thank you. Let's move on to the worst teams since mm-hmm. the all-star break and we'll we'll feel like who are the ones that are going to bounce back who are the ones that are just not made for it eric if you have the one please put it on the screen uh maybe you didn't send that tweet fast i don't know if you did you did it's not the, send that it's tweet. A tweet right below it it's a tweet it's, right below it it's they're oh, all hooked. man fast hooked you're really together. letting us down right now all right, I'll alex fast <laughs> yeah look <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now we all know who is going to be involved here because it's why it's why fastest. So here it is. It's the Rangers 11 and 14, the Giants 10 and 14, the Red Sox and Athletics at 10 and 14, Nationals at 8 and 15, the Yankees at 8 and 16, the, uh, the Rockies <laughs> also tied there at 8 and 16, the Marlins at 8 and 17, the Pirates at 8, 6 and 16, and the Tigers at 7 and 19. Yeah. Uh, what is your instant takeaway here, fast? Well, I, 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 listen, I started hot last time. I'm going to let you start hot this time. So go ahead. Um, I think it's really shocking that the Marlins have really let themselves go. Mm. <laughs> so wait, so you you think that they will turn it around? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I mean, it was pretty bad how they just got shut out by Odo Rizzi, Kyle Muller, Ian Anderson, and Bryce Elder. Yeah. Um, which is pretty well not shut out by Odo Rizzi, but three of those four. Um but uh, I mean, yeah, the Yankees and the Red Sox and Giants are like, wait, hold on a second. Uh, the Giants were making this really intriguing push in the NL West. They're still there. They're still present, but certainly feels less like they're going to to do that. I I will say about the Yankees, the Yankees certainly like bets on their cushion hmm. um, to recover for September and beyond. But man, does this stink right now? They feel they are not fun to watch at the moment. <laughs> Judge can't no. do everything. So wait, but who's your team? Who's your team that will turn it around? Oh, of course the Yankees will. It's just like yeah. this stinks. It has to be the Yankees. So there, there really, there really is no question that it's going to be the Yankees who turn it around. But you know what? Listen, if you're a Yankees fan, this is when you want them to slump. You've got a considerable, yeah. you got a considerable lead in the division. Just I'm happy because I want them to slump. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you really have to. I I have a lot of and always have had a lot of respect for Cashman and I think he's had a, a a very good record with this team, but there's a really good chance that this Jordan Montgomery decision could be a Oof. real head scratcher at the end of the year. Yeah, um, you know there's there's a lot of speculation as to why it might have happened, but yeah, I think there might have been something that uh, pushed over the edge. Honestly, yeah. um, maybe there was on uh, the trade that got rescinded last minute. And maybe Cashman's infuriated by that. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the Red Sox signed 14. Not too shocking given the state of that rotation, especially with Chris Sale, fractured finger and all too. Um, watched that one live and I was just like, oh boy. Um, I was really hoping for the Giants to make a push too. But but yeah, the Tigers, Pir- Pirates, Marlins, Nationals, Athletics all racing to the bottom. 
And yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. But we got to keep the show moving. I mean, what the heck? I didn't yeah. get my hot team. No, you don't get it. You're, you did. All right. For, wh- wh- who's your who's your hot team? I'll make it quick. I think it's the Rangers. I wonder if they bounce back with the firing of the manager and their upcoming schedule is the athletics, the twins, the Rockies and the Tigers. Those are very winnable games. So can you tell me the Rangers starting rotation? The Rangers starting rotation? Yes. Yes. Uh, Oh, you want me to do it right now? Yes. Okay. So John John Gray is injured. injured, So he's not in it. Yeah. Okay, so there's the. All right. Okay, we got it. Oh, okay. No, no cheating. Martin Paris. No Martin yeah, Paris. Yep, yep, yep. Glenn Otto. Yeah, good. That's two. Uh, then there's. Oh, okay. I got one more. Uh huh. Dane Dunning. Dane Dunning. Good. That's it. Yeah, there's no. Okay, there, so there it's are kind no. of a six man right now. Uh-huh. Um, but they have an opener. Sometimes Josh Spores for Taylor Hearn. Okay. Um, there's Spencer Howard trying to do things again, but maybe he's not really doing it anymore. He, he's and not the last the one is the interesting one. Uh, the one that I think is honestly kind of good, but has not had an opportunity to be good yet. Who's Cole Raggins? Cole Raggins. He uh, he pitches kind of like Cole Hamels with like over the head as a lefty. Nice little smooth delivery is along the edges a bit. Now Spencer uh, Howard is on the IL, so. There's oh, a big, okay. So that's a five man. It's a no, but and then you forgot who the who, who he is. I'm sorry. How how could you forget Kohai Arihara? Oh yeah, right. He just got called up for today. <laughs> there he is. He just got called up today. Arihara. Yeah. There you go. So I I hope they turn it around for yeah. their sake. Um. All right. For the re- on the real now, we're gonna go to the image of the week. We wow. We only have 20 minutes left. Un- insane. Insane. How it just flies by. Flies by. Flutters. Good stuff. Good stuff. Like a when you're butterfly. Uh, image of the week. Fast. This is. I, I mean, we all laughed at this. How oh could you God. not? And I, I think I would buy a book of this manager's faces. Oh, like so. The, my image of the week is a base. It's two images. It's one Pete Alonso giving scratch off tickets to Buck <laughs> Showalter, just like handing him you scratch know, off tickets. Yeah. And then the next is Buck Walter's reaction, which is perfect to me, of him looking at <laughs> What? Why? Like, it, I, I would I would give anything to know what the story is. So, um, fast, behind this terrible news for you. What? Those are not scratch-off tickets, buddy. No way. Go back. Those are scratch-offs. Those are I don't buy it. I can Defensive alignment? They, yes. No, scratch-offs. They change it based on the pitcher. So that he was coming out to... No. Change the picture. Yeah. He's not no, that's what mainstream, that's what mainstream media wants you to think. Dude. Those, are, <laughs> those are lucky sevens. If I've I ever seen such them. a Debbie downer. Look at those that. Are that's lucky a seven. lucky seven. No, yeah. they those are lucky seven. where they, where do they explain the game? Huh? You got, you got uh, in the bottom right hand corner in no, the white, no, but the text is so nope. faint. That's the text where you is so scratch faint. off the barcode to see if you want. So you admit it. The white part is where you scratch where off the that barcode. Would be. You got you need okay. a place where you would. Yeah, it's, those are defensive alignments. All right. So well, sorry. well, Nick, what, is there any other part of you would like to ruin? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Who's got the Emmy here? All right. All right. What's uh, your image of the week? That Nick? was amazing, though. I mean, I had a good time. I, this game against the Mariners on Monday night. I don't know if you watched the entire highlights of how the Angels butchered this game it was two oh. two in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, it was it was something. It reminds me of the Astros gif of 2014 or whatever it was 
where they just kept having error after error and you can just hear the yakety sacks in your head. <laughs> but this image, um, which is courtesy of Lookout Landing, the SB Nation uh, side with the Mariners, we're good friends with the people over there. I, I obviously follow them on Twitter. Always fun stuff. Um, they put out this image um, as a curse, you know, having fun against the Angels fans. And Eric is going to put it up on screen any moment. <laughs> as I... Oh. Sorry, te- well, technical well, difficulties where they That is, uh, Adley Rushman is already the best catcher <laughs> in baseball. Oh, let's go! <laughs> Did they just tweet that? Oh, man, there it is. Look at this. This is just, uh, there's nothing, like, there are certain images in baseball that are timeless, and two older gentlemen wearing their angels gear in the front row because... Heck yeah, when I get to be that age, I want to get front row seats too. And they are just acting like I did when I was eight, you know? <laughs> and it's just all, like you can see the entire Angels season in that image. And I would be acting the same uh, exact way. I would probably be doing one of those like why things why? forward yeah. with my hands, you know? Yeah. And the despair, the I think the entire Angel season. Right there in front of you. Yeah. What, what, if you haven't seen that highlight, it, it is something else of just the countless mental mistakes. They have a rundown between home and third. Catcher runs the guy back, throws it to the third baseman, and there's no one at home. Oh, my God. It's like pure <laughs> fundamentals. Like, like the first baseman, you got to get there. Oh man, it's uh, yeah, it's stuff like that. Pitcher, you got to get there. Like anyone, just get there. No one was there. Uh, anyway, that's my image of the week. We're gonna move to wild thoughts fast. Mm. You got a wild thought? No, none. <laughs> none. <laughs> I have none. I, there's nothing about my thoughts that are wild. This is so entertaining to me every time. None. Like you should never have a wild thought. I, I genuinely don't anymore. They're exhausted. <laughs> Look, you know what I want? It's a wild thought because it makes so much sense that it won't happen. Mm. I want it fast that there are zero off days during every playoff series. And it drives me insane that there are these off days. So where you take the regular season that has five pitchers in your rotation Oh, okay. even six, right? And you see this entire 162 season. And what you do is then you say, well, all of that, now that you're here, doesn't matter mm. because all you need really are two or three and you're fine. Sure. You don't need all five. And it, it, but, it, it boggles the mind for me. Yes, sure. The Mets now have a higher chance of winning. They have the highest chance of winning the World Series on fan graphs. Not because they have the most complete team, because they have Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer as their one-two. That is legitimately why, because they'll be able to go four of those seven games in the World Series. The only caveat is during the season, you don't travel in between the series. You know, I mean, that's why you have to have the day off to travel. Well, people travel and have a, you know, a away game to, an, uh, to a home game all the time, and they don't have yeah. a day off. Happens all the time. That's true. Uh, like this, it's it's not even, I, uh, it's not even an advantage for one team or the other. They both have to do it. Look, yeah. if you've made it to the playoffs, I'm sorry, I'm not going to baby you for this. 
Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's supposed to be a grind. It's wow. supposed to be, you gotta, you gotta get to the end. You know, when, when, when I play intermural co-ed <laughs> basketball, <laughs> here we go again. Night, the finals <laughs> night. So one seed versus the four seed, and you got to play three games in a row. And if you win that, then you got to play another best of three. And it's not about who the best team is. It's about the one that has the most endurance and the most stamina to get that dub. It's what it's what I've always said. You take it away by doing this. It drives me insane. And it's a wild thought. I'm I'm going against the grade here. How dare you not give these guys these off days? Make them earn it. Make the entire team earn it. The fact that a guy like Jordan Montgomery just got dealt because the Yankees assessed on the rotation, he's not going to make an impact in the playoffs because we won't need to go five men. We could probably even just do this with three and change. And that's, it, it, it drives me insane. So no more off days. And can you imagine just all of a sudden World Series? It's the week of the World Series, just straight through. You know, after tonight, there's another one tomorrow and followed by another one the next yeah. day. Like, I want it. Give me just... And we're talking also about November ball. Oh my God, we can't have November baseball. If only there were a solution. There it is. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I can understand. I like that. It's a good point because theoretically I was going to counter by saying, do you really want to see, you know, a five versus a five? But I kind of do. Yes. Yes. That's their team. If they have a weak link, that was their weak link the entire season. Mm -hmm. That should be the representation of them. You know, if you don't want to throw your five, win it in four. Yeah, no, I, I kind of dig that. And I kind of want to see the, the two fives stink it out and then have the focus on offense. Or Why maybe is it always a, a higher stink upside. it out? Sometimes we got like Reed Detmers as your number five, you know? Yeah, but is he uh, on that team? Spencer is he really a number Strider five? Is, is no, he shouldn't be. But sometimes teams treat their like their young studs as a five yeah. or something, you know? Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jose Quintana being the number five for the Cardinals or something along those lines of like, no. oh, hey, that's actually kind of interesting. He could have the game of his life. But you yeah. take it away. You take away that magic. Mm. No off days in, the, in October. None. Makes blood pressure. I don't get them. Skyrocketing. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I don't. I don't get them. My damn intramural basketball. You're not getting them in professional baseball. <laughs> um, that, that's that's a very good point. Uh, I, I I I'm sorry you had to get so heated, but I'm glad you did. Um, let's Thanks, let's buddy. pivot now to, to to pitch of the week. I'll, I'll go ahead and start with my pitch of the week, just so I can give you a little bit of a breather here. Take a little breather to be able to catch your breath. Unbelievable. Um, let, let's go ahead uh, and play the the clip of my pitch of the week. Bam. Wait a minute. Alex, is this the wrong video that you sent? How could this be the pitch of the week, Alex? Unbelievable. This is, this is your run. former Oriole. But it and doesn't you're matter. doing him dirty. Why am I showing this clip? Why? Why am I showing this clip? I don't know. Why? Tell me. That. That. Out of 706 splitters is the only barreled splitter Kevin Gaussman has given up. That is is remarkable that's remarkable like of all of them thrown this year of all of them this is the only barrel that's it that's pretty cool now now do me a favor eric throw all show all 705 (laughs) 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 show the next part of the clip (laughs) you really are giving me a breather my god yeah exactly I'll be back uh, in an hour and a half. No, th- I mean, that is, <laughs> that's unbelievable. Man. Yeah. Like I, I, I triple checked my math to make sure that that was right. And that's right. And it doesn't matter how, like 
it doesn't matter how good the fastball is or how good that individual pitch is. Like that is remarkable. That is gone. Um, well, that's a good choice. I like it. Um, I just feel bad for Kevin Gaussman and uh, you just wish he was still an Oriole. Uh, mine is a guy that I wasn't really very interested in until late Lee. Um, and that's Justin Steele. And I, uh, this slider you would think would, you know, isn't that interesting, but sub 13% hard contact rate this year, 16% swing strike rate. Uh, this pitch has been phenomenal for him and he's coasted with it lately. Four seamer also good separation up and away. I think this is a very underrated slider at the moment. Uh, 129 batting average allowed this year. X average of 147 on the pitch. That's actually the 17th best among all sliders thrown by starting pitchers, which is insanely good. Uh, and that low hard contact rate is stupid low. Uh, it may mean that the Cubs really lean on Justin Steele moving forward. It's helped him have the 13th best hard contact rate, just 21% among all starting pitchers this year, which is beautiful. Um, it's just about, is that fastball going to be good enough now? But the fact that he has this weapon makes him pretty interesting moving forward. Do you remember my my, my Justin Steele debacle? Justin Steele. No. <laughs> uh, how I, I tweeted at the end of July that there were yeah. only four pitches that had given up, that had yet to give up a home run. Um, oh, was Justin Steele was in there with a slider? And then I tweet no with his four seamer. And then uh, I tweeted later uh, that day that Justin Steele was only twenty one four seamers away. Oh yeah, right. Wasn't it like one history. away or two? Yeah, yeah. From right, achieving right, twenty one right. four seamers away from achieving history, which was most consecutive pitches thrown without giving up a home run. And the first pitch <laughs> of the game that night, Nick, that night, I forgot the about first this. pitch of the game, and uh, I felt terrible. I, I jinxed him, um, mm. but yeah, that that four seam slider combination is really fantastic. Fantastic, the slider's fantastic. The fastball makes no sense as to why it induces so much weak contact. It's a, it's a great choice. He's he's a lot of fun to watch. So I well, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I wanted in, in okay. I, I should have been in, been saying them throughout the entire cast, but we have some more fun seg- segments such as the best Orioles of all time. Um, why black and orange are the best colors in baseball. Oh, we actually, maybe we should do the top 30 baseball stadiums and why they are all Candom yards. I uh, maybe I know I said Candom. I was like, Oh, hardly please tell me I, I slurred. <laughs> Damn, hardly knew him. <laughs> um, was Cal Ripken better at short or third answer? Yes. Uh, the legend of that one kid hacking the Orioles scoreboard. Allie <laughs> Rutschman is already the best catcher in baseball from Spetta's family barbecue. But this is what we're actually going to do, which is which Matt Weeders fact is your favorite fast. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, when Matt Wieters was drafted and prophesized as the savior for the Orioles back in 2009, Mm -hmm. in in the light of Chuck Norris and everything that he has brought to perfection and amazing, I just, uh, I don't know, just superhuman. There you go. as As I push away the words from my mind. Uh, we have all these amazing facts. So, which is your favorite? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think I like Time Waits for No Man, unless that man is Matt Waiters. I, I'm going to go with... <laughs> 
that's no reaction. Oh my no, God. none, none. I'm because I, uh, there's so many good ones that are baseball related that I'm very disappointed. You didn't choose. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. How dare you? Um, <laughs> is yours the grass is greener one? Cause that's good. Matt Wieters is accepted by the UN as a sovereign nation and will participate in the 2013 WBC. What that? That's good. I also like the grass is always greener on the other side of the infield unless Matt Wieters has been there and then it is blood red. <laughs> um, Matt Wieters once walked in an 0-2 count. <laughs> Those are good. Those are very good. Uh, Nick, we only have five minutes remaining. We have to oh, get to God. my favorite podcast of a of, of podcast. My favorite podcast. segment. What is your favorite podcast, Fast? I don't listen to them. Um, all right. Uh, who? Wow. I don't. I don't listen to any podcast. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I the can't answer do is the Nick I, and Alex baseball show. No, that one, that one sucks. <laughs> um, all right. Who will win the World Series? My favorite segment here. So now we have to uh, we have to talk about who's going to win the World Series, but with an additional caveat, which is it's a little tongue in cheek. We have to pick a team. There can be no repeats. Um, the ch- teams we've chosen so far that are off the board. The Marlins, the O's, the Brewers, the Mets, the Guardians, Atlanta, Mariners, the Astros, the Yankees, the Padres. Nick, who is going to win the World Series? So first and foremost, I do want to mention I missed out and I should have taken the Orioles from fast when I had the opportunity to go first. And that's on me. You lose. That's that's on me. Um, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Dodgers because they're 20 and four since the All-Star break. If you didn't know that, I don't know if you did. Um, but honestly, just for two words fast, Joey Gallo, he did another home run tonight. I just want to, I just want to let you know this, I, this feels so much like the Dodgers are gonna, we're going into the world series. Nobody can stop us. And the Yankees are there. They're like, oh, finally. Oh man, we haven't been back here since 2009. Hey, what's going on? Dodgers say, oh, you've been here a couple of times. Can you like show us around? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Joey Gallo, can you show our new friends around the place? Mm. And he goes, sure. This is what a home run looks like. This is what a home run looks like. This exactly. is what a home run looks like. That's what it's going to be. And that, that's it's, it's just the Yankees are, are forever cursed at this point. And it's the curse of Joey Gallo and Jordan Montgomery. Um, you knew it had to happen. The, co- the curse of JoJo. <laughs> the curse of JoJo. The Siwa curse. Yeah. The Siwa curse. I don't know what that Jojo is. Siwa. Are you making things? Oh up my again? God. Nick, Nick, we gotta expand you. We gotta, we gotta get you in the zeitgeist, baby. We gotta get you there. Uh, come like, on. What is this? Not music or something? This reminds me of when I when I had on uh, we had on Suspido's family barbecue and I made another cultural reference. It was met with silence, and I was like, "Does no one go on Reddit? That's not the baseball subreddit." Okay, what do you want? Well, before we before want, we wrap up, we gotta JoJo's get to Jojo's Bizarre Adventures. Is that what you're doing? We gotta we gotta get to the the the, the picture. Well, is that was the that image? Okay. Who is this person? <laughs> Jojo Siwa. Yes. Google Google Jojo. Siwa. I'm not gonna make S-I-W-A. the click clack on a podcast. <laughs> Okay, you after after this is over, go ahead and, and Google JoJo. Oh, uh, make the click clack, guys. All right, JoJo Siwa. She she's she's many things. Who is she's this? A she's a YouTuber. She's she's a an American dancer, singer, and YouTuber. Oh, I'm so my God, I am missing out on so much. Oh wow, I. Oh man, I'm so Chat. sorry. I have let you all down. 
You got. You should. Unbelievable. You should, have, you should be cognizant wow. of this um, person. No. Why? <laughs> All right. Fine. Why do I? By the way, I spelled it S E W A H because I had no idea. <laughs> like like Paul Seawald with yeah, a Boston right, accent. Exactly. Yeah, Seawa. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, the pitcher. Who do you think it was? Fast. I think I. I think I know who it is. I think who I was it? Because it's. I think it's Scherzer. That it is. Few, it is. Yeah. Max Scherzer. Congratulations. What gave it away? That elite ERA with that few amount of innings. Oh, interesting. I thought the 94 on the heater might no. have done it. But it was like, who's been that good and why have they been not that good for long enough? And are they that good at a small? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And it's also just red everywhere. So it's he is be 197th in ground ball rate. This is over the top 200 pitchers and batters faced. There are only three others across the top 200 batters faced who have a lower ground ball rate than Max Struz. That's wild. Is that wild cool? stuff? Oh, That's man. Cool. Speaking of wild stuff, our hour is already up. Oh my lord, I can't believe this. Well, I wanna wanna thank everybody for watching live, twitch.tv slash pitchos for everybody on PL Plus. Thank you all so so much for supporting what we do uh to help us make this show. Uh, of course, making this show is Eric Mira. Thank you so much to our wonderful producer. Um, but that is it for this episode of the Nick and Alex baseball show. My name is Nick Pollock. I am Alex Fast, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>